With Radio Cayman's Evening News, I'm April Cummings. The Public Health Department reports 714 positives for COVID-19, 40 in travelers, 674 from the community. For an average of 179 new cases per day between Friday, November 12th and Monday, the 15th of November. That brings us to 3,340 active COVID-19 cases in the islands as of 8 a.m. on Tuesday, November 16th. The data shows just over 3,900 people in isolation. As of 8 a.m. Tuesday, Faith Hospital confirmed 60 active cases in the sister islands with eight identified since the last report. 21 COVID-19 patients were hospitalized in the Cayman Islands as of 8 a.m. Tuesday. And as we reported last night here on Radio Cayman, two COVID-19 positive patients passed away between 8 a.m. on the 12th of November and 8 a.m. on the 16th of November. Both of these deaths are considered COVID-19 related as COVID-19 is listed as a contributory factor for the cause of death. A reminder, vaccination clinics have reopened now, and you can find the schedule online at hsa.ky. We are expecting another update on COVID statistics for today, but did not receive that as of our evening news deadline. Acting Director of Primary Health Care and Deputy Medical Officer of Health Dr. Erica Simmons today issued a weekly video update from the Public Health Department that took a look at the trends observed in the COVID-19 data over the prior week. For the week of November 7th to the 14th, 2021, there were 1,413 new cases of COVID-19 with a daily average of 202. 14 of these were travelers. Of these, 51% of the cases are female, 49% male. Age range was two months to 96 years with an average age of 31 years. More than 350 of those cases were under the age of 18 with 17 over the age of 70. The majority of cases are in the workforce. 31% were fully vaccinated, 3% partially vaccinated, and 67% are unvaccinated. The weekly trends data is being reported by the Epidemiological Week, which runs from Sunday to the following Saturday. It's commonly referred to as an Epi Week or CDC Week and is a standardized method of counting weeks to allow for consistent comparison of data. In just four days on Saturday, November 20th, the country welcomes back tourists and removes the quarantine period for vaccinated visitors. The chief medical officer is assuring the public that the move will be a safe one. With a pandemic burning right across the world and now affecting us throughout the Cayman Islands, the aspects relating to healthcare touch every single part of our lives. As the Chief Medical Officer, it's been very important for me to try and guide and advise all the different aspects of people's lives um, as it relates to trying to keep them safe. This guidance also extends to Government's Reopening Group, which is responsible for working out the best way to welcome tourists back to the islands. Dr. John Lee says the eye has always been on the country's future. Unfortunately, SARS-CoV-2 has thrown us a number of curved balls because the variants of concern have really complicated the scenario and made it even harder, a harder job to get people vaccinated using vaccines that are going to be effective. And then, of course, now the booster rollout program. Dr. Lee says the medical side of the reopening group has made every effort to ensure local regulations, policies and protocols are up to date and practical. And the healthcare system is as strong and ready as it can be. The borders have been closed to tourists since March 2020. With the islands moving to phase four on Saturday, tomorrow at 3 p.m., the Cayman Islands government will be holding a live briefing to update the country on our readiness. Radio Cayman will be carrying that press conference live on 89.9 FM. And of course, we will have highlights on Radio Cayman's evening news.
The civil service is celebrating its teams. The inaugural Deputy Governor's Award Program Team Award Celebration is next Tuesday at the Marriott. The event will reveal the winner of the CIG Top Team of the Year 2020. Acting Governor, the Honorable Franz Manderson, tells Radio Cayman the event will recognize the remarkable efforts of civil servants during 2020 when COVID-19 compelled team working and dramatically changed how internal and national projects were delivered. 34 nominations were submitted. The nomination showcased the ingenuity, commitment, and skill of our teams, which helped us to keep these islands safe and thriving in 2020. They illustrated how the civil service responded to the COVID-19 pandemic, which, as we all know, caused a shift in the way government ministries and departments worked. The event will be televised live on CIGTV starting at 6.30 p.m. International geodata specialists begin a hydrographic survey mapping of Cayman Seabed. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has the details. The Ministry of District Administration and Lands announces that the three Cayman Islands will undergo a seabed mapping exercise. His Excellency, Governor Martin Roper. I am pleased that as part of the Cayman Islands-UK Partnership Agreement on Climate Change and the Environment, the Cayman Islands will benefit from the UK Government's Overseas Territories Seabed Mapping Programme. This £1 million cross-OT project looks to reduce risk to the environment, life and vessels in the Overseas Territories waters, help support compliance with international maritime obligations and support development of blue economies. My thanks to the Ministry of District Administration and Lands for their continued cooperation with the UK Hydrographic Office who are taking this work forward here in the Cayman Islands. The majority of the available hydrographic map data for the Cayman Islands is over 140 years old. The main purpose of the survey is to identify the topography of the seabed, hills, valleys, outcroppings and other details that can be hazardous to shipping and the safety of life at seas. Director of Lands and Survey John Hall further explains. The data collected will be used by UKHO to create new shipping navigation charts for Cayman waters. These will be available for purchase for commercial shipping and private boating purposes from authorised outlets. Lands and Survey and the Port Authority will also hold copies for their own operational purposes. The visiting specialists will conduct their work over five days. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Hazard Management Cayman Islands will also have access for storm modeling purposes. 2018 Miss Cayman Islands Universe Caitlin Tyson has been busy these days writing plays and musicals. And this holiday season, one of those stories is ready to be brought to life. Saving Christmas Island um, follows well-known and loved characters such as Buddy the Elf, Santa Claus, the Grinch, uh, Moana, who's feeling a little bit trapped on her island and is wanting more out of life. It's feeling a bit trapped, which is something I think we all can relate to. There's a curse that threatens to ruin Christmas forever, turning everything into icy storms. And so with the help of her friends, they seek out the help of the Grinch to help them overcome and save Christmas Island. And at the end, feeling a little bit more grateful for what she has. It's a story about love, friendship, and overcoming anything that's thrown our way. The writer and producer said it was essential to include Cayman talent. I'm always looking to collaborate with fellow Caymanians. That's something that's very important to me. Um, since even before becoming Miss Cayman, I always just wanted to give my people more chances to 
to expand their knowledge, to expand their creativity. But we have so many young people that are part of this that have been working so hard to put on an amazing show. So I hope that audiences leave feeling amazed and wanting more. Saving Christmas Island will be shown at the Harkwell Theater on November 27th and 28th, as well as on December 18th and 19th. You can follow Saving Christmas Island, the musical on Facebook for more information. During lockdown last year, local author Herbert Crawford became inspired, so he decided to write a book of prayer, hoping it would serve as a source of peace to those who need it. People couldn't go anywhere. I thought about those people who were sick. I thought about families who are going through difficulties, and it covers a wide range of um, topics, and I decided that I would title it 366 Prayers for All Seasons. The last year was was a, a leap year. Completed it within three months, and then I sent it off to a publisher in the States. It took about 10 months to develop the vetting and back and forth. This is Mr. Crawford's second book. His first, he began writing in 2014, titled 108 Prayers Straight from the Heart. 366 Prayers for All Seasons is available for purchase on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Books A Million. Crawford says people who would like to purchase his book locally can contact him on Facebook. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.